Yes, 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 yes. All right, here we go, ladies and gents. We are back for yet another episode of the Insurance Bro Show. Going to have a lot of fun today. Uh, we are talking all about some selling tips. And, uh, you know, this is going to be a fun one, but uh, let's just get the show started and rock and roll from there. Boom. The Carrier Experience Podcast is a show for anyone who wants to grow their agency and be a titan of the insurance industry. Learn from a panel of experts who share their agency struggles, their experiences with the nation's best carriers, and share the marketing secrets that successful insurance agents are using today. Now, here's your host, the insurance bro, James Cias. There it is, and the insurance bro welcomes all of those insurance pros that are listening today. Appreciate every single one of you that's tuning in. Uh, while you're listening, before we get started with the show, want to quickly remind you to please like, subscribe, uh, leave us a rate, review, whatever it is, wherever it is that you're listening to us on, whichever platform you're on. Uh, give us a like, give us a follow, give us a review. Helps us show up that much higher on all of those search results. If you want to be a guest on the Insurance Bro Show, and I'm really excited to announce that next week we have a guest lined up every single day of the week, woo -woo, Monday through Friday. So uh, less of these types of articles. More about learning from directly uh, directly from people in the field. Uh, so if you want to be a guest and uh, share your knowledge and wisdom, go to www.insurancebroshow.com slash guest and uh, sign up. It'll be a lot of fun and we'll have a good time. Uh, and lastly, just a reminder, reminder oh, go ahead. you don't have to be an insurance agent. You can be in the insurance industry. So if you're with a capital premium finance company or you're with a CRM company and you're in the insurance industry, we want to know what's going on. How else are agents going to learn about the availability of products and services that can help them grow their business if you're not here sharing it with them. So insurancebroshow.com slash guest for all your insurance peeps. Yay. And what do you mention? All the insurance. A, a premium pros. insurance pros. Insur premium uh, it's a, a premium finance. Yeah. yeah. Capital Sorry. actually is the company. Is Capital the, is premium. A company. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That is a company. Uh, last thing, follow me on all social media at insurance bro show. All right. Uh, moving on and jumping right into things. Um, um, yeah, jumping right into things, seven selling strategies. So <laughs> I'm like, where was I going with this? Uh, we've been doing a lot of, uh, a lot of episodes like this where we take, an article and just break it down and a lot of it is you know a lot of the same stuff we teach we talk about this over and over and over again why because it works over and over and over again if we're not trying to reinvent the wheel here ladies and gentlemen we're just telling you what people the have already done they are the fundamentals it's what people have already done it's what has been proven to work so you're going to hear a lot of the same things over and over and over again and that's okay because that just means that it's that much more relevant that much more important that you're doing these things so starting it off kicking it off here seven simple selling strategies simple insurance selling strategies and tip number one is to create a referral system uh now i'm interested because later on it's going to talk about creating partnerships but uh how would you create a referral system well, I mean, obviously, some of the best uh, insurance agents. And he here's the here's the the thing that's that's really funny. When you first get started in insurance, actually, when you first get started in sales, period, Sale. in your in your particular brokerage or business or wherever you are, there are always 
the rookies and then there are always the 20 year vets right the people who've been mm-hmm. in this game for 20 years 10 years and when a when a rookie looks at what a vet does on a daily basis they're blown away because the vet isn't picking up the phone and calling pr- brand new cold calls they're not doing all this basic stuff at the very beginning because they've spent years establishing their their existing clientele they spent years enriching those relationships so that they can get the referrals that are coming into place so when i hear you know, a referral system. It's about how you're treating and what you're doing with your new or existing database. So let's say for mm-hmm. example, you're uh you're a tax person, right? Maybe you're an accountant or something like that. You have existing clientele. That is already part these people are already part of your ecosystem. So to get them into a position where they're gonna need help with insurance, you need to have a way to get them to move from one spot to another. Or if you're trying to grow that existing book of business, how can you treat them so well? Some, you know, how can you give them an experience that is so amazing that they're going to go out and want to share that experience with other people? Look, your tax returns—that's a once a year thing. Your insurance—it's really only a maybe once, maybe twice a year thing, depending on how, uh, how often the referral happens. So between the time that you sit with the client and get the 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 um, policy bound to the next time where you have a review, what's a review, what's happening between that time. That is a system that we're talking about. How are you reaching out to them? What value are you bringing on a regular basis? What are you doing to give them an experience where they think of you throughout the year, not just at that one time when it's, they need insurance or when they need a renewal. That's what we're talking about here. When we're talking about creating a referral system. hundred percent. It's, and we're going to talk more about everything that, that goes into all of this, but it really is about that relationship that you have with your customers, uh, especially if you're coming, like you said, from a business that you already have clientele, you already have their trust as their tax professionals, and it's a matter of moving them from one area of your business to another uh, and you know, nurturing those relationships, which we're going to talk about again, uh, nurturing those relationships so that they want to continue to send business. What I think of when I hear this create a referral system is uh, touch points. I'm telling you, I was I was completely blown away by uh, by Mike Fusco with 15 to 20 touches per year. Uh, so you're saying, you know, it's it's insurance is one of those things that you only talk to them a couple of times a year. And for the most part, that's that's true. I, I you know that that's how a lot of agents operate. But the more you talk with your customers, the more uh, touch points that you have, the more often you're going to be able to ask for those referrals, the more that they're going to want to refer you because you're providing such exceptional service that they can't help it. They're like, oh, you need insurance? I got a guy. I'll help you out. That's what it's all about. That's what, I mean, here's, here's the thing. Everybody is a shopper. We're all looking for a new deal. You only really shop when you're looking for something. So uh, if, if that's the case, I mean, I, I could, I couldn't tell you who was the last person who, you know, did the oil change in my car. Right. I mean, I take it to mm-hmm. the dealership. Uh, and, and now I know exactly the person I want to talk to. Does he is he the person who actually does the oil change in my car? No, but every time I go, he knows me my name. He he asks me about my kids. He'll he goes, I know you don't drink coffee, but we got some hot chocolate. Like, right? Like he already <laughs> knows who I am and he he welcomes me in. So I know when I go to the uh the Nissan dealership here in National City to get my Armada worked on, I'm asking for Mr. Sam and Diego. That's the guy who I go to, right? Because he's the one who gives me that experience. But any of the other people at the at the counter can help me, but I remember him because he remembers me, right? Mm-hmm. And that's that's what these these touch points are all about. When you remember your client, when you treat them like people, because that's who they are, 
they're going to remember and refer you out. Yeah, um, you know, I'm just going to keep going with it. Uh, let's let's go ahead and go go on to number two here because uh, we're going to run out of time if we just keep talking about it. But uh, number two, create more pages. Now, this is specifically talking about your website. And, you know, for me personally, I mean, there, there, there's definitely value in a website. If you go searching for somebody and they don't have a website or their website looks like it was left back in 1998, I don't know if you've seen Amazon's uh uh, 1998 website is pretty, pretty trippy. But, uh, you know, if, if you don't have a quality website, then there's definitely something that's going to be said about you. Uh, it, it's not going to reflect well on you is what I'm trying to say. Your website is your digital business card. But even more importantly than your website is driving traffic to it. How are you driving traffic to it? What are you doing in the social media space? What are you doing in the podcast space? What are you doing to get in front of as many people as you can and tell them what it is that you're doing? doesn't matter at that point how many web pages you have. If you have one, if you have 20, if you have 100, if you're not getting people to your website, who the heck cares? Well, I'm going to take you on a different tour here, and I'm going to say more pages is actually a good thing. Uh, yeah. And this is going to come from this is going to come from uh, .com secrets. This is a Russell Brunson thing. Uh, you know, traditionally a website is very antiquated. The reason being is there's so many things that go on on a website. You have the homepage, you have a uh, you know the about me, they contact us, the this is my product, and every single one is a drop down menu, and it's taking you in a bunch of different directions. You don't know where you're supposed to go when you get on a website. It has too many things. So when they're talking about creating more pages, is you're creating landing pages specifically for a, a clientele. So nice. if you have uh, and uh, somebody who's in the construction site, right? And they're looking for a GL maybe for a particular job or they need workers comp to be able to get on a base. Well, whatever that situation is, you're going to know that since this is your niche, you're going to talk to that specific person. And when you talk to that specific person, you're going to want them to go to one specific spot and you don't want them to go to your website and have to figure out where to go. You create one simple page for that one particular client so they can do the one thing that you need them to do so that you can, you can uh, provide them the business that they want. So each individual page is geared towards a different type of person who is who is part of your target market. So if, if it's somebody who already knows who you are, then trying to do a page that introduces you and talks about who you are is, is irrelevant to them because for them, they already know who you are. But if you're talking to a client that has a specific problem and you're providing that solution, then the headline to that page that you're on should be the problem that they have with your solution. And it's simple. You're just doing this one thing. So these are called funnels, by the way. And if you don't mm -hmm. know the difference between a website and a funnel, that's that's the major thing right there. A website has so many different places to go where a funnel only has one direction. It's taking you in one spot. You're going to do this one thing no matter what's going on in the whole page. You're just doing that one thing. So each page is geared towards a specific conversation that you're having with a specific type of client who has a specific type of problem or who is in a specific point in your sales cycle. And again, remember that your website is your digital business card more than anything else. Uh, the important thing to remember is how to drive people to that website. And it's all about getting in front of them, telling them what it is that you do. Moving on, number three, establish a clear nurturing strategy. Now, before I jump into uh, all of this, I just want to mention, I don't think I did at the beginning, this article comes from Leeds Squared, Leeds Squared, uh, which is, from what it looks like, 
a CRM. So uh, we're going to talk about what all of that means, establishing a clear nurturing strategy. We started talking about this when we were uh, saying creating the referral system. It's about establishing and uh, nurturing the relationship with your customers. The better you treat your customers, the more touch points that you have with them, uh, the more that you're able to educate them about the different coverages, provide value in as many different ways as you can, uh, especially if you are niching down in a market and you realize that certain changes are coming up in the insurance landscape for that specific market, you know, providing that valuable information and even going to them and, you know, setting up an appointment, not just, you know, don't just send an email. You know, if you just send an email, they might read it, they might not, but actually getting on the phone and saying, Hey, look, I was reading this article and this really applies to you and your business and the way that you operate. Uh, let's talk about your risk management and what we need to do to make sure that you're properly covered. Uh, you make the changes in your business that you need to, so that your insurance doesn't, uh, get disqualified if you're ever in a claims situation. And, and when you're talking about uh, a concise lead nurturing strategy, sometimes when you get people into your ecosystem, when you get somebody who is interested in your particular agency, again, they're coming from different walks of life, right? So if you're talking to somebody who uh, is maybe young, just needs some auto insurance and want, their, their mindset is very different than the person who has an established business and has an own, owns a home, mm -hmm. right? So the target that Love you're, that. that the, the email sequences and the storyline that you're sending to those particular clients are going to be vastly different. The, if you send an email to the college kid talking about your business in your home, they're going to throw it in the trash, right? They're not even going to take a look at it. But if you if you Why send them something, right? If you, yeah, exactly. But if you send them something about, Hey, this is how you can take a breathalyzer test before you hop in the car, or here's a free oh. Uber code for the people who are, uh, you know, for, for, you know, people who are insured with our particular company, the college kid is going to be like all over that. Right. Heck yeah. So, so, you know, deciding who your customer is, where, where they are in their life cycle, where they are in your, in your particular uh, business plan, where, where they fit in your target audience. That's what you need to really focus your attention on. And most CRMs are going to allow you to tag, uh, tag your clients with different types of tags. So you can tag them as college students. You can tag them as homeowners. You can tag them as business owners. And then you're, you're creating your email campaigns that are targeted specifically to people who meet these tags. So, you know, clear and concise, who is it that you're talking to and what value are you bringing to them and make sure that the value that you're sending is somebody is value that that person actually can take advantage of. You touched on something as you were talking there, which was stories. So when we're talking about this clear nurturing strategy, and this is something that we're uh, learning from the dot-com secrets, these stories is, is how you use your email marketing campaigns. Uh, one of the really cool strategies that they were talking about was the, the soap opera strategy where you give them just a piece of some kind of a story, some kind of a, of a relatable story, and basically give them a cliffhanger at the end of that email and say, all right, well, I'll, I'll finish that story up in the next email. And, you know, in, in so doing, you're providing some kind of value uh, that, again, is relatable to them and pitching the things that they need to invest in, whatever coverages that they might need to make sure that they're properly covered. It may be, you know, a claims story, uh, something that you experience where the customer may or may not have had coverage. They get to find out in the next email.
Mm-hmm. And that gives you that just helps hook them right and keep them in your ecosystem, keep them wanting more of the information that you're sending, because that's what it's about. If you're providing them value, they want to know what's coming next. If they want to know what's coming next, they know what's going on in your company. If they know what's going on in the company. They know who you are. And they're and when somebody else is asking for insurance or asking for the help, you're the first name that pops up. 100%. All righty, moving on to tip number four, which is cross-sell to current customers. This one, again, you know, when we talk about these different strategies, it it's, these are the same things that insurance agencies everywhere, insurance agents everywhere are doing over and over and over and over should again. Be. So this is, should be. So this is one of those that, you know, it should be common sense, but you'd be surprised how often you don't think about it. You get that uh, referral from your family member who's a real estate agent and they send you somebody and you write the homeowner's policy for them. And then you forget to ask about the auto and you forget to ask about the umbrella. You don't go and give them the education that you, that they need by asking that one simple question. Did you know mm, driving you your know? car could cost you your house, right? You don't, you don't go after that uh, additional line of business and you wind up with a very low policy density. You end up with one customer and one policy. And guess what? When that policy rate goes up, because when in insurance, we know the rate always goes up. When that rate goes up, they're going to turn around and leave you just like that. Not even going to wait for it. They don't care. They only have one policy with you. There's nothing holding them, tying them to your agency. But when you cross sell, when you have three, four, five policies with them when you provide their homeowners insurance and their auto insurance and an umbrella insurance and you explain to them what those different coverages are what they mean plus you help them out with a life insurance policy and set them up on disability so that if they get injured or if they die their families they're taken care of when you've done all of that they're not going anywhere and here's the other thing. You need to be able to see what your numbers are. So if you're looking at your uh, your particular book of business and, and you're noticing that your client, your your customers, you only have one policy per customer. Now you're trying now you're starting to look at your data and your data is telling you where your cross sale opportunities actually are. So if Word. you're looking and they have one you only have one policy, it's one auto policy. I mean, how many of them own homes? How many of them can use an umbrella? How many of them, you know, once you know they own a home? All of them. Yeah, all of them. How many of them can cross over into into a life insurance policy? So these things are opportunities that are presented in your own data that you all have them, accessible them, them. to you if you're using a CRM platform, right? So you want to make sure that you're as organized as possible, not just for organization's sake, but also for marketing aspects. The, yes. the numbers don't lie. The metrics are going to tell you where you are as an agency, where you are per client, how many policies you have per client, and give gives you the opportunity to improve. So those those cross-selling opportunities are there. Sometimes we don't know where what what uh, what type of opportunity we're looking at until we can look at the metrics and say, "Oh my gosh, look, I have so many homeowners policies. Why don't I have their or how many so many uh, auto policies? Why don't I have their homeowners? Why don't right. I have their business? Why don't I have X Y and Z?" And now you have an opportunity to figure out what kind of value you want to bring, develop a campaign like we were talking about for that clear nurturing strategy, target those people who you only have one particular policy on, but you know they have the other things, and now you're bringing value to them and getting them to move up your value ladder because you know what they need. Right? Not to mention you're increasing your revenue and your book of business by two or three times. Without acquiring a new customer. Without acquiring new customers. That's the best. That's the best, right? Again. So there's no customer acquisition. They're already they're already there. 
All right, next one. Number five, establish partnerships. So earlier, number one, we talked about uh, creating a good referral system. And I didn't get too much into the weeds on that because I knew that this was coming up. Establishing partnerships. Your partnerships are your primary customers. As an insurance agent, the, your primary customers are not the end users of insurance. Your primary customers are the partners, the partnerships that you need to nurture that are going to provide you with insurance leads. So this is something that uh, our sales coach over here at Pipeline Insurance teaches. And it's all about, she calls it synergistic networking. So when you are an insurance agent, you're kind of at the end of the line. When somebody is purchasing a home, they've already talked to a real estate agent. They've already talked to a lender. They've already talked to a title rep. They've already talked to all these people. And insurance is kind of on the back end of it. They're, you know, they're interested in the house and your real estate agent buddy says, Hey, uh, so this is the house that they want to buy. Can you get me a quote on this? Right. That's pretty much how it works. Very simple. So as insurance agents, there's not a lot of give back in that sense. There's, there's very little opportunity for us to refer somebody who's getting ready to buy a house to our real estate partners, right? So what can we do? We can make them look like rock stars. What we do is provide the best education that we possibly can. We explain all of the coverages. We tell our uh, potential insureds, our prospects, about the coverages that they need in order pro to properly protect their home. And even if we can't sell the policy, if we even if we don't come in competitive, if they have the best policy already with some company that we don't represent, we take the time to educate them and even help them set their current policy up that we're not making any money on, right? Their current policy so that they're properly protected in case of any liability exposure. We're doing all of this to provide the best possible service that we can to this customer, whether or not we make any money. And then at the end, we turn around and say, aren't you glad that your real estate agent referred you to me? Aren't you glad that your lender sent you over to me? And they're like, oh, that's how I got you? Okay, yeah, that guy's awesome. I love that guy. And then they're going to go ahead and refer your uh, business partner to somebody else. Here's a, here's another thing, and here's, here's one of the key things, one of the reasons why you're even seeing us right now. If you're an insurance agent and you don't have a podcast, then that means you're not creating content. Yeah, you know what? You're right. You're at the back end of that real estate transaction, but you know what? You can be at the front end of their marketing. You can have your partners come on your show and talk about what it is they do. You can help them create content pieces to help market them. You can help bring them more business. And I guarantee if you have a, a network of people that often come on your own particular show so that they can talk about their business so that you can provide content content to help support them, they are going to be some of your strongest referral partners ever. Because again, you're bringing them value. You either bring them referrals or you bring them the ability to gain more business. If you can do one of those two things with your referral partners on a regular basis, they're going to send you an infinite amount of leads. The gratitude is immense. So what you can do to establish those relationships is to get started. We're big on you should be creating content for your business mm -hmm. and using 100%. that content to establish relationships and nurture those partner relationships because those are the people who are going to be sending you business. You need to be able to give them something of value and in today's day and age which is going to lead into the next thing content and having that ability to advertise online is king 
I mean, 100%. it's huge. Uh, if you Googled my name, if you Googled Hernan Cias on show the sign, show the sign. Yeah, give it, give it a shot. Google uh, this way. Google Business Bros or on my EXP sign over here, and it's hard to read, but it says Google me, then list with me. Because if you Google me, you will see there's all kinds of information. Why? Because I put out so much content you you mm -hmm. you can even google some of the other realtors mind you i'm a realtor you can google some of the other realtors who've been on my show and guess what's going to come out my show interviewing them because they don't put out as much content that's, as i do that's just the way it works so if you have uh, an ability to create content you are advertising online without even doing any paid ads but when it comes with this particular article is talking about is about paid ads and you can do that too i mean think about it if you have a marketing strategy where you're creating content for your for your uh, particular partners, and then you spend a couple bucks, you know, uh, promoting them and uh, creating Facebook ads in their target market. So, think think of it like this: if you want to go after contractors, what is it that a contractor watches? What kind of shows do they watch? What kind of what kind of clothes do they buy? What kind of tools do they get? Where do they do their shopping? Do once you understand, once you stereotype the crap out of the person that you're trying to get into business with, you can create ads that are seen where they already do business. Right now, all of a right. sudden, it's like they're they're gonna need an insurance person. They don't know who to go to. They're gonna go to the one they know that they recognize. And guess who they're gonna recognize? They're gonna recognize you because every time they pull up their TikTok, every time they pull up their Facebook, every time they pull up their Instagram, who shows up? You're right there. You're you right there. Yep. 100%. Advertise online. Use the power of social media. Use the power of podcasting. Whether you're, if you don't want to start your own podcast. Try to find uh, ways to get on other people's podcasts. Either way, you're creating content. Uh, get on the Instagram live and show a little story. You know, um, when you are expressing yourself on these social media platforms, you're basically showing the world and showing people who you are and the people that are like you are going to like you and they're going to want to be part of whatever it is that you're doing. Uh, again, it's all about getting in front of as many people as possible and telling them what it is you do over and over and over and over again. Lastly, number seven, and uh, naturally this makes sense since this is coming from Lead Squared, which is a CRM. Adopt an insurance CRM. Now we've talked about this a lot. When it comes to creating a referral system, if you're using a CRM, your CRM will have automations built into it that will automatically remind you or automatically do the work of sending out different tidbits of information for your customers. You want to make sure to use your CRM to, as Hernan was saying, tag your customers. This is a college student. This is somebody who works in the contract as a contractor in the construction industry. Uh, this is somebody who owns a dog. What's the dog's name? Has kids? What are the kids' names? What's the spouse's name? Right? All these different things so that when you actually talk to your customer, you have their file open and the first and you say, oh, how's uh, how's Vanessa doing, right? And how's, how's Katie girl doing? How are these people doing in your life? These, these things that are important to you and that matter to you uh, or to, that matter to your customer, when you take the time to remember them, uh, it stands out. It makes you shine. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Right. Happy uh, anniversary day, the day that you started working with us. Or you know all these different things, right? That that come into come into effect. By the way, another thing you want to feed your homeowners, or sorry, your your lenders or your realtor partners, 
maybe you have a timer on your on your uh, CRM that notifies you when a, a homeowner's policy is coming up on five years because most most uh, real estate loans don't last more than seven years. That about five year marker, they start thinking about refinancing or selling. Mm -hmm. So to have a five year timer on your client with the home, all of a sudden that might be a prime person to be calling because rates might have changed, market might have shifted. A CRM will allow you to automate a lot of these things so that you can have that point of contact with your clients. That's what a CRM does. It keeps track of things. It lets you set up automations. It lets you set up things on autopilot, create uh, email campaigns, target specific clients, look at your numbers. There's so much value that a CRM has. Uh, and you know, you can look at a bunch of them. We, uh, we use easy links and pipeline. Uh, but there are pipe so drive. many uh, uh, and pipe drive pipe drive. Sorry. Uh, and, and there's so many different, uh, CRMs and so many different capabilities that they have. It's up to you to choose which one works for you. However, not having one is not a good thing. Not having one and just running completely off your, your, your spreadsheets. Uh, I mean, that's, that's a great start, but that's not a way to grow. That's not a way to scale. That's not a way to make your business worth something, uh, later on in the future, especially since some of you I know are in the business to eventually sell your business so you can retire and walk away. You now need to exciting. have automation built in so that it's so it great that you said value. that, um, the next time that we do one of these shows, I actually have uh, an article pulled up here that says eight things to consider when buying or selling an insurance agency. So that'll be uh, the next time we have a we don't have a guest and we're just going to do one of these articles. Uh, that's what we're going to talk about, which will not be next week. Next week, we're all full, <laughs> we're all filled up, which is super, super exciting. Well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Those are seven simple strategies for selling insurance coming to you from Lead Squared. So uh, appreciate everybody who tuned in, every single one of you. Uh, don't forget to follow me on all my social media at Insurance Bro Show. I am going to be popping onto an Instagram live here in just a few minutes. I uh, would love for everybody to check that out. Uh, if you want to uh, learn a little bit more about me, it's going to be a fun one. Uh, other than that, if you want to be a guest on the show, go to www.insurancebroshow.com slash guest. And of course, don't forget to subscribe, rate, review, help us show up higher on all of our search results so that we can continue to bring more value to all of you insurance pros out there. Aside from that, every single one of you, love you. You have my heart. You rock my socks. Thank you so much for tuning in. Have a Nice day. Thank you for tuning in to the Carrier Experience Podcast. James is the CEO of the Pipeline team of San Diego and is always in the market for top talent. If you are an agent looking for a place to hang your license, visit PipelineInsurance.com backslash agent opportunities or send an email to newagent at PipelineInsurance.com. You can find James on all social media at Insurance Broham.